floor is yours. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. We're sorry. Life got in the way and we missed a week. Um, but we had a good time. We did some good family things. But we're back. So we're not going to cover much about uh, Las Vegas. We all know Joey Logano won it. And Ross Chastain was second. Uh, the big story, obviously, is Larson, Bubba, and Bell finished dead last because of Bubba. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, let's move on to Homestead. Where Mr. Kyle Larson had the biggest show of dominance, in my opinion, that we've seen from any driver all year long. I think he had a reality check after getting knocked out. We had a reality check and came out and grounded and pounded and took out the field pretty much. Stage one, two, and the race. And it wasn't even close. It. The only driver that could even try to keep up with him all day long was Ross Chastain. Well, Martin Martin Truex, too, until uh, he got spun out on. He got turned around. <laughs> and everybody Man. was pissed off at Kyle, and Kyle did nothing wrong. And I people were all, oh, it's a Kyle Hendricks. No, Kyle, Martin Truex slowed down, hit the brakes. You could see it on the tires, and Kyle was just right on his ass. Because he's keeping pit road and spun him. I'm glad no one got hurt. Because it was right right in his pit box, but that took him out of the race. Well, what killed me is all over the social media platforms, everyone was, oh, Kyle, Hendrick, blah, blah, this dirty. It's like, dude, the, the guy came on camera right after the race and said, yeah. I missed my box. I couldn't see it because of the sun glare. And I did slow down abruptly and didn't get out of the lane. Yeah. Uh, but any, anyway, congratulations to Kyle Larson. We'll see how he does next week with Bubba in the race. Um, I think Bubba going to steer clear because I think that's a touchy subject for him for once. Well, yeah, and, and again, we'll get into that after we recap. Um, I want to give a huge shout-out, number one to Ross Chastain. That's two second-place finishes in a row. And A.J. Allmendinger. What is that, eight top fives in the last ten races? Something of that nature? That boy has been on a tear. He needs Uh, to be a threat next year for sure. Get him in that car consistently. He's going to be a contender. Um, Austin Dillon was fourth. Round out your top ten. Keselowski, Truex, nice recovery. Hamlin, Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Daniel Suarez. Um... I guess notables that didn't do well. I'm very, very worried about Chase Elliott. Nah, he's fine. Martinsville's one of his best yeah. races. Unless uh, Denny Hamlin takes him out like in previous years, but. I'm, you know, Blaney finishes 17th. Chase Elliott finishes 14th. Unless Chase gets taken out of Martinsville, he's in. There's no reason for anybody to take him out. This is the race <laughs> that I kind of look for Hamlin to take out. Uh, Chastain. Uh, in past years, Chase has always been in front. Denny's always been behind him, and Denny has always, not always, but usually takes out people. And he came out this week. This one's always a rubbing 
rubbing around and hitting people in front of you because it's a cutoff and Martinsville. So expect Denny to be super aggressive. He already forewarned, kind of, about it. If he does, I hope somebody gets even with him. But I don't know if you see in the interview with Denny, too. They're, they're talking about people being hurt and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what needs to change? He says, new leadership. New leadership is yeah. what he's calling. New leadership. So he's calling everybody up top of you know presidents and whoever's running the show at NASCAR to get replaced. Can't disagree. Um, they're not listening to the fans. That That is for sure. Um. And I, I don't have a whole lot else to say on Homestead. I thought it was a really good race. Um, I enjoyed it all the way through. Uh, it was really nice to see Kyle Larson just totally, and I mean totally, dominate that race. I wish Valvoline would pick him up as a primary sponsor. I love Wasn't that it. cool to see Valvoline He's on there? had it a few times, him and William Byron over the few years from, what, last year to this year. Kind of shared a duel on it, and that it's such a cool car. Um, it is. I, I, wish, it, I wish they'd do more races. I'm sure, obviously, everybody's trying to be you know touchy-feely around Kyle, but he's proven if you put your sponsor on the car, people are going to see it. It means money. You know, you're not losing out. Oh, I, I wish they'd do more. That's, that was a really cool car. Oh, I loved it. it I thought the scheme was fantastic. Um, as long as we're on the, uh, the Valvoline subject, there is one thing I want to say before we move on to the big thing, and then we've got some little itty-bitty things. Is RFK Racing, Jack Roush and Brad Keselowski are officially in my shit bucket. Not list, shit bucket. Mark Martin drove the pace car out at Vegas. He, he also came out and drove, I, I believe it's the last car he won with. Not one single representative at all from the Roush team, the RFK, however you want to categorize it, showed up. Not a single one. It hurt Mark so bad he even tweeted about it. Wow. And, I, and I've never been that much of a Mark Martin fan. I, to me, he's kind of like Rusty Wallace and Dale Earnhardt. I, I wasn't big followers, but I was respectful of their ability. Um, that was dirty. Why in the world would nobody show up for... <laughs> For him to at least say, hey, man, thanks for the memories. Because he left. He left to go whoever else, and he went to Hendrix after a while. Well, he, he raced the U.S. Army car, and I can't at this yeah. point even remember. But I know he was, in the five, he was in the five Hendrix car, too, so he, yeah, he, he, left, he left Roush. That's what it is. But Brad should have done something, because, but. I, I just, that, that was terrible on their part. Um, to not even give a nod to him, a recognition, nothing. Uh, it, it just it blew my mind. And then they're turning around and doing a throwback car to Matt Kenseth this week. Well, he left too and went to JGR. So what's the difference? He won a championship with him. Uh, well, 
It wasn't Mark's fault. He didn't win a championship. Believe <laughs> yeah, me. It was Jeff Gordon's. <laughs> <laughs> or Dale Jarrett, whichever you want to call it. Mainly Jeff yeah. Gordon. <laughs> so, okay. Bubba Wallace. Well, NASCAR's fate, huh? I said, I was, was going to be rude, but go ahead. NASCAR's favorite boy, period, the end. There's no two ways about it. The boy got treated with kid gloves. I'm going to just go ahead and throw it. I wrote a blog about it this week. I fought with people on several different uh, social media pages about it. And ladies and gentlemen, this has nothing, and I repeat, nothing to do with his skin tone. I knew you were going to say that, too. People are going to come out and say that. It has oh nothing to do with it. God, did I have fights with people this week or over the last two weeks. Nothing to do with that. He is the most untalented, ungifted Snob. driver. Snob. Entitled. There you go. I'm sorry. Everybody thought Jeff Gordon was that. No, Gordon earned his shit and proved it. Kyle Larson earned his shit, got taken away, earned it back, proved it. First year back, won a championship and like eight races. It got taken away for a word in a game. Yeah. I'm sorry if you play any kind of online online games. That's not the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. And he wasn't. He should have said it, it, but it wasn't in a racial way. It was more of, hey, what's up? Type of thing. And it wasn't. Obviously, the word. Here's the facts. And I know we're a little late to the party on this, but we've got to get it out there. Number one, Larson never touched him. Didn't even get close. It scared the little boy. Embarrassed Bubba. He overreacted and hit the wall. Yes. They've got a lot. Yes. Kyle went in hot. He caught it. And if anybody, if if it was probably any other driver besides maybe a Kyle Bush or maybe Chase Elliott or even Kevin Harvick, nobody else probably would have caught that car and be able to turn it and not hit him. But he caught it and there was at least a foot in between them. That's plenty of room. Yes, it, yep. and it scared Bubba, and Bubba's got, oh, shit, and he hit the wall, and then he got embarrassed. He, over, he overreacted, and he hit the wall. Now, did Larson push him up there? Sure, he did. Unintentionally. But he didn't have to hit the wall, and like you said, Larson stayed off of him and gave him more than enough room. Bubba lost his cool. He came down full throttle, hooked Larson, turned him around. Could have really hurt him. At 170 mile an hour? Are you kidding me? He could have turned the driver's door going towards the wall. He could have potentially, obviously, worst case, killed him. Worst case. But obviously, with luckily with this car, he unscathed, walked out fine. Christopher Bell gets caught up. His day is ended and potentially his season. Yeah. Uh, chance for the championship. I mean, obviously he's got a shot to win this weekend and at Martinsville and, and get in. But here comes the rub with me. He got out of the car on a hot track 
walked across the hot track, ignoring NASCAR officials, ignoring them. And safety officials, not and NASCAR officials and safety officials. Assaulted. Literally, you can't put this any other way. He assaulted another driver. He not only put hands on him, he pushed him into that car several times. Jagged, I can't say metal because it's carbon fiber but still, or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's sharp. What did I tell you? You were driving, I know, but what did I tell you? He is a piece of fucking shit. He is on my shit list. He could have, the crash obviously could have hurt him, but him pushing him into a damaged, wrecked car as hard as he did could have impaled him with something. It could have hurt him bad. Not to mention he had his helmet off, so he, and, and Bubba's knocking him around. What if he did slipped on the grass and hit his head? What are, on, on some part of that car. I, I told you this. I know we had a personal conversation. We don't normally do this, but he visited up north uh, this past week. And what did I tell you? I said, if if I was Kyle Larson, I would have whipped back that helmet and slapped that piece of shit above the head. Push me twice. Shame on me. Push me again. Yeah. You're knocked out. But Kyle Larson kept his cool. And I I think that's his previous experiences and whatever. He knew NASCAR was watching. He knew the world was watching. But not me. I would have knocked that piece of shit out. You pushed me once. Eh, twice. Shame on me. You're done. I'm sorry. Third or fourth time, you're going down. I, he had it. I would have wailed back. Because he, he, he told him to stop multiple times. What are you doing? Stop, stop. And a, <laughs> you would have been laid out. I'm sorry. Helmet. You, no, I'm sorry, but Kyle, I don't much his ass out too. Uh, I'd, I'd have picked up anything. I'd have got the damn steering wheel <laughs> and, and started wailing on him. But no, it doesn't end there. After that, he was pushing the NASCAR officials around that were trying to intervene. Yeah, and then to put the cherry on top, he refused to get in the ambulance, and and he walked. Across the infield, across the pit lane, behind pit wall, before they could get him to to actually go. And, to, and what did I tell you? If that was any like, let's say if that was Kyle Busch, you know how much trouble he would have been in. They would have fined him, suspended him, point docked him. That you know, well, that's uh, why they would have. They that part- was the point of my blog. Is he should have been suspended minimally. And I mean minimally for the look, look what they did to Kyle Larson for one word. Yeah. He should have been suspended minimally for the rest of the year. Kyle Kyle Petty came out and even said that he's been an average supporter of Bubba. Yep. A hundred points driver, a hundred points. This should have been an L3 infraction. I don't give a fuck. Suspension of the crew chief, a uh, $100,000 point or $100,000 fine at least minimally. I agree with you, L3. I take it up to a quarter million for both him and the team. I, I would have, and again, people, this has nothing, and I can't emphasize enough, nothing to do with who he is. This is based purely on his actions and NASCAR's previous retribution to people that have done similar or like 
things. Like I said, Kyle Larson got kicked out for a year and, and got the, uh, the privilege of taking NASCAR's diversity course for one word. No violence, not just a word. And it wasn't even meant really derogatorily. I remember back in the day at Indianapolis, Tony Stewart, a reporter was hounding him. Him and he face. kept telling this reporter, I am not in the mood. I don't want to talk. And so the reporter wouldn't leave. He, he didn't punch the reporter. He slapped down the camera onto the ground and broke it and then walked away. He never physically put hands. But for that, he got to take diversity class and had a hell of a fine. There's so many other examples of what NASCAR could have done, and they they chose a one race, in their words, for uh, intentionally wrecking a competitor. It's like, are you effing kidding me? And like I said, I went to war over the last two weeks with people on social media about this. And by the time it was over, not a single one of them had really an argument with me. They were all like, well, well okay, I guess you're right. But it was like, God damn it. Because every one of them that came after me was accusing me of playing the race card. When I shot back at them, who's playing the race card? Is there anything in my blog, anything in my post on any of these feeds that has anything to do, even comes close to mentioning his ethnicity. This is on his performance, his actions. They're the ones bringing it up. They're the ones bringing it up. They're the ones that bring it up. Because you have a problem with the person, and they're like, oh, it's because of this. No, it's because of his actions. I don't have a problem with the person. I have a problem with the actions of said person. Mm -hmm. And the lack of discipline doled out based on history. So... Uh, I just looked at the L3 pot penalty, and that includes 120 to 180, depending on uh, uh, points, and that's regular season points. Playoff points between 25 and 50. One or two crew members will be suspended for six races and fines ranging between 250 to $500,000. I think they should have thrown it all at him. All of it. And I wouldn't have mind seeing him set out half of next year, too. He's not leaving. He's, like you said, the baby boy. Well, and, you know, Kyle Petty, like you said, is he's pretty much a rah-rah guy for the dude. He said rest of the year. I lost a lot of respect for Dale Jr. when he said he shouldn't have been suspended. He should have just had points and, and a fine. I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? I think Jr. is trying to play the in-between. Well, the, everybody, everybody goes, you, you know, I realize junior, regardless if he's a racer, broadcaster, everybody perks the ears up when junior opinion comes. So he's, he can't be too rude. He can't be too, you know what I'm saying. So he's, I understand, but I bet you behind closed doors, he's like, what a fucking idiot type thing, you know, or, you know, he's, he grew up, he likes the olden day stuff. Let him fight it out. Let it be done. You know, but. You know, with I get, I guess if 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 Larson started fighting with it, I you know, and they just let him brawl it out, whatever. 
But the fact that he kept pushing and pushing and kept pushing and what Bubba did, yeah. I don't It's just when Junior has an opinion, he can't be too lopsided unless it's completely fucking wrong. And this was, but he's trying to, I guess, I don't want to say neutral, but it is what it is. He's got to keep his uh, remarks tempered more because of his broadcasting career than anything else. Well, that, and he's, it's not, it, it is that, but also he has his podcast, which has, you know, it, and that's like a media st- company he, he it's just not his podcast there's all kinds of stuff that go with it so he kind of doesn't want to taint you know what i'm saying where it'll trickle down and fuck shit up so i understand but everybody you know he has to have an opinion because who he is so he gave an opinion you should have the right opinion and not defer to political correctness or oh, i agree and uh, a fan base a perceived fan base that is not there that's the thing, is NASCAR acts like he's the the poster child for this sport, and it's yeah, not true. It blows my mind every time they have a NASCAR graphic, Bubba's face is in it. Like, fucking why? He's not it's a top 20 sense. guy. He's not a top 20. He wins. He, okay, yes, granted, Kansas was good, but also that was Kurt Busch's car with Kurt Busch's stats from the previous race, which Kurt Busch uh, one so yeah he he won with Kurt Busch's stuff but he won but it's not like he's a dominant Kyle Larson where he's winning multiple races <laughs> it just blows my mind why don't you put um if I, I you know let's you know put you know uh, uh Justin Haley up there it's the same person right it's a, it's the same caliber that's pretty much it. So why is he I mean, on the I graphics? Will, I will give him credit that he has improved this year. There's no denying that. And it has improved he's, because of Kurt Busch. He's still not a top-tier driver. He's Hell not no. even close. He's not even close. He's a mid-20th to 25th place driver. And now, I, like I said, I... He's 20th in points. Yeah, he's he, whatever. Uh, even Joey Logano came out and he was hot. He's yeah, like, he man, was. that yeah. could yeah that that could have killed him. The more I go, and, more I go. I more like Joey. I hated him in the early days, but the more I go, I like Joey. He's like he's starting to grow on me a lot. He's becoming well. He's over trying to fight his way for respect he's got it yeah exactly he used to ruffle everybody's feathers wrong and the more he goes (laughs) the more he goes the more he goes is the more yeah i i it's don't get me wrong kevin harvick's always been a good you know that guy but yeah joey's you know it's kind of like fine wine let it go longer it gets better and he has a legitimate chance of winning the championship this year. He is hot. It, it wouldn't upset me. Um, all right, let, let's get away. We've, we've beat that one to death. Um, Kurt Busch has announced that he's done. I know that's, that's old news, but it was something I wanted to cover. Um, and it's another little bit of I told you so. I saw this coming. Uh, once Riddick made his deal and then Kyle made his deal, uh, and I'm sorry for Kurt, 
um, that, but I'm also glad for Kurt that he's taking his health seriously. And, uh, you know, this is something you and I have been talking about since probably July. And it's coming down exactly the way we said it was going to come down. Uh, with Riddick going over early, Kurt out. If you if you just was, I don't know, paying attention, you could see this is the way it was happening. Kyle Busch going, Kyle Reddick saying 24, and then Kurt Hurt. And you, you just could, if you aligned it right, you kind of could tell this was what was happening. And Kurt isn't. It's just all official uh, now. Yeah. Um, and he's not saying he won't race again. He's just saying he won't race full time. So uh, he could do some one offs at some. some Bucket list, I guess. Oh, Jimmy Johnson, they uh, track house racing said no. Really? Yeah, no, nah, we're not doing that with Jimmy Johnson. I, I, I got. It. I'm sorry. As much of a Hendrick fan as I am, I, I that that made my heart happy when I saw that. Hendrick uh, put a fifth his... car out there. Not a permanent car. Uh, um, we all know that John Hunter Nemechek was in the 45 with his name on the door. It lasted about normal. 15 laps. Yeah, it lasted about 15 laps. And he was running um, up front, too. He was doing really well. He was well. doing well, and he just lost it coming off of turn four. Um, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, they say they're not going to announce, announce their official lineup until after this this season is over. I've read story after story after story. There's no way it's not Ty, right? I don't think there's any way that it's not Ty in the 18, but there is a lot of dissatisfaction at Joe Gibbs Racing. Um, Everybody jumping ship. Yeah. and A lot uh, of of younger guys, and, you know, obviously Kyle Busch, but there's a lot of developmental guys jumping ship. I don't... there's problems over there. I don't know whether it's Toyota. I don't know whether it's JGR. But you got Trevor Bain. And I'll tell you what. I don't care what anybody says. That man deserves minimally a full-time ride in Xfinity. I think he has earned enough respect and has the ability and everything to do a cup ride. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out why. I mean, he had that one or two years at Roush Racing. And that, I mean, and he, you know, he won the Daytona 500, but that was with the Wood Brothers. And then he got that year or two with Roush, and that's been it. And I don't get it other than his personal beliefs. I don't know if that has that much to do with it because, you know, he's always wore his Christianity on his sleeve, but so do a lot of other guys. And I I don't get that man. Put it to you this way. If somebody just landed about $35 million in my lap and said, go start a NASCAR cup team, I'd buy the charter and I'd put Trevor Bain in that car. I I really would. I I just I have so much respect for that guy. And every time he gets in that Xfinity car for for Joe Gibbs, he does well. I mean, he's not a bottom feeder. But 
rumors are there is there's some serious problems over at JGR right now. Um, and I don't know whether it's atmosphere, whether it's Toyota fading off into the distance. Uh, I I don't you know you had uh, Dodge saying they were coming in. Now they're not. If if some of those guys were counting on that, I don't know. But things are falling apart at Joe Gibbs Racing for whatever reason. <laughs> um, I've got a big one here that I want to talk about, but I want to save that for last. And I don't even think you've caught on to this one yet. Um, but in the meantime, Cole Custer, he's got his appeal for that slowing incident at the Roval for whatever reason it's been pushed back today is Wednesday in in real time um I guess they're doing that tomorrow where they're actually doing the appeal I don't know how he's gonna win that they've got the telemetry on his car Cole Custer uh, or yeah Cole Custer who did I say Briscoe yes yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah I meant Cole Custer but that's that is supposedly scheduled for tomorrow. <clears throat> Segway to that if you're done with that is Yep. Like I said, we talked a lot when you visited, but uh Gene Haas, Tony Stewart or not going at it, but who is Gene Haas wants to keep Cole for another year, give him another shot. Tony's like, no, he's had his shot. Listen, we got Ryan Priest. Let's give Ryan Priest. So, who's going to win that fight? I don't know. So, we'll find out when they announce their shit. That's perfect segue, but I'm not ready for it yet because oh, I got I something else. Oh, I think you're else. talking about... And, all right. Um, Spire Motorsports, is they, they signed Ty Dillon. So they've got Corey LaJoy and Ty, Ty Dillon for next year, and I think that's a good... And I, I, and I you know what? I, I like Ty Gibbs' admiration of not doing the Austin Dillon thing and riding with, you know, Grandpa for rides. He's doing his own thing with other drivers, you know, other, other things. He could have, like, you know, you know, let me be a third car for Richard Childress. He doesn't want that. And I think that's pretty cool of him. I respect that. I respect that as well. Um, Luke Lambert is coming back to Cup Series. He's going with Noah Gregson to GMS Petty Motorsports to be his crew chief. He's leaving. Oh, Junior's uh, losing everybody, huh? Yeah, he's he's time. leaving. Yep, he's losing. He's leaving J uh, Junior Motorsports uh, to go to GMS with with Noah, which I think is fantastic. I mean, look at the job they've done this year. If they, God, if they can the bring guy. if they can bring that 42 card at least averaging top 10 or even top 12 that's that's a huge win for for that car well listen to this um he, he Luke Lambert he's previously previously been a uh, cup series crew chief for real Richard Childress racing in Roush Fenway he worked with Jeff Burton's number 31 car on the Cup Series and as, engineered and, and as an engineer and a crew chief and then became the crew chief for their number two car in the Nationwide 
Series driven by Elliot Sadler, followed by a second stint as the Cup Series crew chief on the number 31, later renumbered to the 8, driven by Burton, Ryan Newman, and Daniel Hemrick. That he then moved to Roush Fenway Racing as a crew chief for the number 17 car, driven by uh, Busher, and later the number te- the the team's number six car, where he reunited with Newman from when Newman was at Childress, and then to JRM Junior Motorsports as a crew chief for Gregson in the number nine car. This is success, his third trip. Success travels with him. It sounds like. It sounds like it. I mean, there isn't a slouch in the bunch other than you might say Daniel Hemrick was a a middle-of-the-roader. But I'm excited about this. With uh, Eric Jones and now Noah Gregson, and you're bringing in Luke Lambert, I think this is going to be like It might be the track house type thing. You know, track house emerges it's a complete here. Reju- yeah, it's a complete rejuvenation of Petty Motorsports. I'm I'm very, very excited about this. I mean, Eric Jones has already proved he can get her done um, with the right brakes. But you bring Luke Lambert into that organization, and not only is he going to help Noah in the 42 team, he's also going to be a big influence with oh, that 43 team. Mm-hmm. Organization. All right. So, all right. Um, unless you have any other little tidbits, I've got another big one. Um, at least it is to me, and I like it. I know, ready I know this? what you're going to say, but go ahead. Tony Stewart. Now, let's, let's do a little background on this. Did you know that he was supposed to be the Grand Marshal at Homestead this weekend but Tony and St- was pulled... At the last second? Mm-hmm. All right. They say that it is speculation, I should say, is because of his adverse comments over the last several weeks. Oh, regarding next- Yeah. Yeah. This little story popped up today, uh, in the last, I want to say, 48 to 72 hours, and then there's been a few more trickle-ins. We've all heard the rumblings at Harvick might be done racing after next year's (laughs) schedule is completed. Well, now, because Tony Stewart has got a new toy to play with, his NHR, Top Fuel Dragster. He's, in fact, this weekend races for the first time. Mm -hmm. And word on the street and through many sources is that Tony's so irritated and pissed off with NASCAR Plus the fighting with Gene Haas over Ryan Priest, Cole Custer, all of that mess, and the fact that NASCAR took one of their former hugest stars and kicked him to the curb this past weekend. Rumors are flying around that Kevin Harvick will take over controlling interest of Stuart Haas racing after the 2023 season. Hmm. Harvick will... As they're saying, now we'll see. But Tony Stewart's pissed. And and you know how Tony is when he's done with something, he's done. He don't care. He's got what they call FU money. He doesn't care. The rumor and the thoughts that I have seen, and I've seen it more than one time. I'm not saying multiple, multiple, multiple times, but I've seen it more than once. Is that Stewart will stay involved. 
put up with whatever he's got to put up with for next year, although be it from a distance, and Harvick will step in and buy out Tony on his interest in Stuart Haas Racing and become team owner and stop driving. I don't know if Delaney's gonna thinking? I don't know if Delaney's gonna like that. That's why he sold the truck series team because he it was too much. Well, him driving plus owning the truck team was too much, but now he gets to, If he stops driving, I can see it, but uh I know when they switched to Ford, he didn't like it. So are they going to stay on Ford? And because <clears throat> well, he's a Chevy guy through and through, kind of like Tony was. But I, I don't, I don't know. It's not far. Like it's it. not far fetched. Not like a you know random thing. You know, it, and I'm the kind of person that had I seen something once somewhere. I'm probably not going to put a whole lot of stock on it. But I saw that more than once. Um, again, it, it's not like it was blasted all over the news or anything like that. It just, I saw it more than just once. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there might be something to this. And in a way, it makes sense for Harvick to kind of ride off into the sunset um, and still keep his hands in sport. I mean, he wants to stay around maybe he, and give his son. Okay. And he's kicking ass too out there. If you've uh, seen yeah, some, not... Keelan or uh, Keelan. Yeah. Yeah. Keelan. So, Keelan. So he wants to stick around kind of like, I don't think he wants to stick around racing like Kyle Bush wants to do. And he wants to race a few years with his son, Braxton. I think he wants Kyle or Kevin wants to, Give a future to Keelan, at least the opportunity. He's, he doesn't want, obviously he's not making, he's just giving it to him because look what he's doing. He's shipping him off to Europe to learn. And he's shipping him here to learn. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like Larson's kid, Boyer's kid, and the kid nobody talks about, Jeff Gordon's kid, Leo. No one talks about him because Jeff wants it that way. But it's he's very quietly grooming him. Yes. It's kind of like nobody really knew about Chase Elliott either until he was 14 or 15 when he was racing in Canada. So, obviously, they're putting them in the spotlight with, you know, everything. So, it's going to be interesting. He wants to give Kevin. He's not going to give it to him. He wants to give him the opportunity when he earns it so he'll have a spot. But if not, Kevin Harvick, he likes, you know, he knows what to do. He's owned a team before my point is this is I in my th- this makes a lot of sense and, and it might also I want to say invigorate but redo the foundation of that organization and get better drivers right now your best driver is Kevin Harvick and he ain't doing really much he's getting older but don't get me wrong he's still good but you got Eric Amarillo he ain't doing shit you got Cole Custer who ain't doing shit you got Briscoe getting by by the skin of his ass I don't even know how, why, or how he got this and you far. Got the, and you got the fit that Kevin threw when they didn't go harder after Kyle Busch. Uh, he wanted Kyle Busch in Stuart Haas Racing. Oh, Cole. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was not happy about that, and he was vocal and if, about and it. And if he had to say, you know, it'll, it'll be, like I said, this could, obviously Kevin Hart's not going to start new, 
but he's going to have a much bigger say so and make that organization good and if you want to you know who you want to drive for petty gms or kevin harvick it'd be kevin harvick hey i put a lot of stock and again i at this point i won't give it much more of a rating than a two. say a rumor oh yeah two a, two out of ten scale yeah but it's popping up it's bubbling up and it just makes sense with like i said with everything that's i guess not going on with tony stewart plus what's going on and if you think about it when was the last time you saw tony stewart at the track uh, you saw him on the fox broadcast. I, saw, I saw him earlier in the year when before all the bullshit started happening with fines because he was helping looking at tires and this and that. But after that, stuff has happened, obviously. And he's, like, like you said, his his run, now his wife, the NHRA team that he's um, funding, now he's doing that. Yeah. I just, I just, like I said, there's there's several stories that I kind of married together and then started thinking about things. And and like you said, I, I agree with you. Obviously, Delaney's going to have a lot to say about this. Oh, she's going to be a... How is he? She's going to be a... I think yeah. the problem before was trying to drive a full-time schedule, manage a team, and keep that, you know, that truck team, what, two or three trucks going, was just too much. Well, then he also got to remember his... His family was ten. His marriage was not new, but his marriage was new with kids that were young. Now his kids are all not of age, but enough to where they don't have to keep an eye on him twenty four seven. Like I said, they sent Keelan off to Europe, and it wouldn't it would not surprise me. Like like I said, this all started when the rumors started bubbling that Harvick was going to stop driving after twenty twenty three, and wow. I don't know why that keeps doing that. Um, then these other stories started bubbling up, and it makes and it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if this scenario plays out that Harvick would kind of do a Tony Stewart path type thing where he could do a Brad Keselowski thing and be you know Haas you know, Stewart Harvick for another yeah drive for another year or two maybe three. Um, help recruit drivers because you know. Let's face it: the next two or three li- years, there's a lot of drivers that are their contracts are coming up. And if he has the reins of Stuart Haas or Harvick Stuart Haas, I mean, I don't know what they're going to call Stuart, it. Stuart Haas Harvick S H H H H S A Harvick Stuart. Oh, Stuart would be number one. So Stuart. Well, if, if Kevin buys him out, who knows what it'll be. But um, I, I just very uh, cognizant of how Tony Stewart did this, brought, bought basically a no-name team. And I'm not saying it's a no-name team because it was like, what, Haas CNC and the guy had more money, money than brains and Tony came in and said, here, let me help you with this. Well, uh, yeah, he wanted to be a NASCAR, but if, I know you don't watch F1, but he also owns an F1 team, Haas. So yep. and that that is expensive. Two F1 teams funding all of that and how much they travel. Have you seen their pit boxes and their pits? It's not a damn, oh, yeah. it's not a damn semi. It's a damn building that they get on top of everything. So. NASCAR is not his biggest spender. 
It's just, it's probably just a hobby for him. Giannis. Well, I wish I could have just a hobby like that. Um. All right, quick hit on fantasy. I finally beat you one time, and that's only because I had Chastain in the garage and you had Hamlin in the garage. <laughs> and you only beat me like, like two positions. Seven, seven points. I had a 217, you had a 210. Um, but, I, hey, a win's a win, right? <laughs> um, Martinsville, up next. Oh, before we go on to that, um, I don't know if you follow the Racetrack Revival Facebook page because all that was all about, you know, uh, Wilkesboro. I don't know if there are two yeah. things. Wilkesboro's under construction. They're adding the safer barrier and they're adding bigger fencing, obviously, because NASCAR is involved now. And also, they just announced that they are in agreement with Ritchie County Fairgrounds to return racing to the historic Pennsboro Speedway. And Pensboro, West Virginia. Why does that not ring a bell? Because it's not a NASCAR track. But I looked it up, and I it looks like a. Um, how do I how do I best? It looks like a paperclip, but like um, egg, or of anything. And it looks more. It's more of a dirt. I don't think it's pavement. At least from the pictures I looked. But it just looks like a worn out, you know, dirt trail right now. But, but yeah, apparently they're going there next. Ensboro, West well, I got a little secret that the national media is not talking about. Rockingham, baby. We've heard, yeah, I've heard rumblings, but they, they just they're, announced they're that. They're there. They're doing things. It's just not being known right now. Um, I, I'm telling you. Rockingham's next to come online. Uh, now these other ones that you're talking about, I, I that Pensboro, Pensboro I've never was, heard of that. I've, yeah, because I didn't. I had to look it up, and what from I what I've seen, it's a late model dirt how Kyle, Kyle Larson special type thing. So whenever they get that going, I'm pretty sure Kyle Larson will be involved. Probably, absolutely. But apparently they're going there, and I don't think it'd be take much to revive that because it's it's just fucking dirt. Just probably just get everything updated and prepped. But yeah, I saw a picture of them grooving out side of North Wilsboro for the safety barriers. All pictures of it. You said they're also putting in some some new stands, some bigger fencing. Yeah, the fencing. Um, they're also working on the infrastructure outside the track right now too. Oh, as, that as place is going to be the bigger than you know a Coca Cola six hundred. It's it's well, this, that's gonna. They're not going to have they're they're going to have campgrounds for miles. They're not going to have the yeah. capacity. They don't understand. <laughs> really, they really don't. I don't that race is going to be the most well attended, well received, regardless of the race is trash or not. It's it doesn't matter. That is going to be the biggest. I don't care. It's it's going to be bigger than the Daytona 500. It's going to make them put kick the Coliseum to the curb. 
It's going to make the 600, the Coke 600 look like crap. That race, that all-star race at North Wilkesboro, I'm hoping will be the attention getter that the powers that be at NASCAR need to shake their dumb asses up and stop this progressive woke catering to people that don't care. Now, I, I know there was reasons for leaving Wilkesboro. They say it was attendance. I know the facility was going down. But I promise you, prediction here, if North Wilkesboro All-Star Race next, what is it, May sometime? Uh, yeah, June, July. Had to look. Anyway, sometime in, in early summer. If it's as big as what I think it's going to be, and, May, and again, end of May is at least that's what this year's was. Is it? Well, they, you know, 23. Look, uh, that's going to accelerate this Rockingham project. There's going to be a few others that come back online because this is good. Like you said, this is going to be huge. May 21st. It, okay. One week before the Coke 600 at uh, Charlotte. But again, I have the benefit um, because of my location of local media and regional media. And I, I kind of don't understand why some folks in, in national NASCAR media, and I'm talking specifically about those on Sirius XM because those idiots are all based out of the Charlotte area anyway. Um, this is huge. This is absolutely freaking huge. Um, and I just think it's going to rocket a lot of changes in, in NASCAR by doing this. Uh, the reason I think they're got to redo the Pennsboro, there's a creek running through the damn center of it. On both, on both corners of the creek. I'm assuming they got to rebuild the bridges because it goes over it. The area, they just show it. Though, so that would be interesting. <laughs> Crashing into the creek. What's that called? Pennsboro. P-E-N-N? Yes. Is it Boro? I just looked up Google Images and I clicked on one of the images and there's, <laughs> there's a creek right through the middle of the damn track. <laughs> I got Pennsboro Speedway. <laughs> you ain't shit, Chris. <laughs> there, there is a damn. That's broom, a big creek, but, too. But it'll run. It's got a fork in the middle of the track. It goes, it goes two ways. <laughs> You're not kidding. There's another picture of the bridge. Well, is that. Yeah, there is a picture now. Yeah. Yeah, that it's is. Called, there's, a, there's a picture of the bridges. And there's rickety bridges. And they're based on that? That's crazy. <laughs> the goo, oh, hold it. Wait a minute. Let me. I got something. Yeah, it's literally. That's, that's actually unique, but I can see that being obviously hazard. But I can't, I can't. I don't expect them to be going very fast, especially on dirt. Yeah, those definitely. definitely Bringing it up. I got a. I gotta look at this. Definitely. 
Well, it doesn't show water in it. It, it, it oh, shows there's, dry. There, there's a picture I, I seen. It, it, it is dry-ish. It just seems really shallow. It probably when it rains or something, there's more water going through. It's just more like a run. They got a mini. They got a mini track in the middle. Yeah, it looks like a go kart too. I seen. But that that is shaped a lot like Martin. That's what I'm saying. It looks like a paper clip. Yeah. But it does. It's got a damn creek going right through the middle of it. Well, they can fill that in, reroute it. I don't know if they want to do that. Maybe that's part of the like, you know, part of it. But I, but that's what they're apparently the racetrack revival group. That's where they're going next. And like I said, I don't think that'd take that long. Besides, at the bridges, they'd have to rebuild. Obviously, it looks dirt. It is dirt with with wood bridges over. Like I said, the bridges probably have to be torn down, rebuilt. Not wood. They can't be wood. Seeing some other images. Now, wait, I've got an image here that's showing late models on pavement. Every single picture I see is, it may, may look pavement, but it's probably just clay. You might be right. All right, I'm going with a, the Google Street View now. Yeah, it just to me, it, it's probably just clay and dirt. Late model. There's a cool old picture. Wow, that's a. Oh, uh, I'm seeing it now. It is. It is clay. I've got Google Street on right now. There's a picture from um, 2018 that posted on Twitter. It says there's some late 70s and 80s, and it looks like it. And it shows every, there's a whole infield with trailers and all kinds of stuff. I can send it to you somehow. You already saw it. I've I seen it where people are grilling and everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. But yeah, it's pretty sure that was uh, quite the spectacle because of the highway on the right above it, the guardrails, they got fancy. I just want to see a picture cool. over the creek. I want. I can see the creek running through the center. There's no, obviously, there's nobody parked there, but that's actually pretty cool. Well, I'm telling you, if, if Wilkesboro is as big as what I think it's going to be, this, this could spark a oh, new yeah. chapter. All, and, all and, these older tracks are definitely. Yeah. Get away from the fucking Coliseum. That's, I can't wait. For February, to watch the biggest flop in the world, which will be the Coliseum. Oh, they're gonna do everything they can to make it big. They're gonna have concerts. They're gonna have it's. They're gonna make it a spectacle, not just a race. They're gonna do the whole bullshit again. It's gonna flop. It's the TV ratings are gonna be horrible compared to last year. Last year it was new. It was it was big and shiny and fresh and. 
you watch this year, you compare numbers to, to this coming. It's gonna it it is gonna be the biggest embarrassment they've ever done. And it will be this 2023 will be the last year that they do this. Yeah, it's a lot of money just to do that. All that money can definitely go into reviving. Uh, that was my argument from the beginning. All the money that they spent to go out there and do that and uh, put it in and then tear it out and, and put the football field back in, they could have easily done North Wilkesboro and Rockingham. Put them both back together. Along with uh, Bowman Gray Stadium and a few others. That, that We'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> I'm just saying it irritates me to no end. All right, my man. Um, Martinsville is up next. Let me see. Do I have... Uh, just for shits and giggles. Um, I didn't pull this up yet because I had a few other things. Um, I want to give you some... Drop some knowledge on you before we... Do some picking. Iron Blaney's good Where'd there, it? huh? Um, let me let me see what I come up with here. Boy's good. good. Martin's good. Brad's good. Chase is better than that. It's average. Like I said, he's coming. I I'm not sold on this. Um, he has 760 laps led. Out of everybody there, he has the most. Closest person is Martin Truex at 754. Other than that, it's Brad with 454, Ryan Blaine 232, Joey 273, Denny Hamlin 451. Other than that, there's nobody. How many times? Hang on here. A driver. There's a, I don't know. I just pulled up a driver. Martinsville stats, and it just pulled up... Something. It says a driver's rating. I don't know what that means. Chase Elliott's only won here one time. Yeah, because Denny Hamlin kept booting his ass. Every time. It's his rookie year. When he was driving the Hooters 24 car. And Denny punted his ass. It's Denny's little bitch. Even though he's had some pretty good interviews lately, but still a wine baby. The only active drivers that have wins at this track are William Byron, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Chase L. And this is in the last 10 races, so basically the last five to six years because you got to factor in the COVID crap. Uh, Logano, Elliott, Bowman, and Keselowski, they all have one. Martin Truex has three. Top tens. Uh, come on, filter. Really uh, I'm telling you, um, Byron and Hamlin have five top tens. Kurt Busch, you can take him out of the mix. Harvick has six. Uh, Elliot and Blaney have seven. Kyle Busch, Keselowski, Joey Logano, Martin Truex all have eight top tens in the last ten races. Um, I don't understand why Chase Elliott is the 
hands down odds. Because it's always uh, leading to the very end, and when it comes to restarts, because you know who Martinville is, it's always going to be restart. He always gets the shaft. Trying to filter something here to show me something good with Chase Elliott, and I can't. Average start five, 700 laps, top 26, top five's 10, top, oh, top 10's five, top five's uh, four, one win. <laughs> Worst finish, 36, but his driver rating's the best of anybody. He just, he's just always there, but he always has bad luck at the end of finishing it, closing it out. Average finish, Truex at 6.8, Blaney at 7.0, Kyle at 7, Kyle Busch, Logano and Keselowski at 8.3, Harvick at 10. Take Kurt off. Cindric. Wow, he's only had one race there, 11th. Uh, and Chase Elliott, uh, 10 races. Let's give the stats. Uh, one win, four top fives, seven top tens. One pole, as you said, 883 laps led. Yeah, mine's starting from February 2019, so you're back. It does. Uh, average start is 7.9. Average finish is 11.5. <sighs> he just leads a lot. He's always there. He just can't finish. He, just he can't bad. close the deal. That's why I can't understand... You're you're looking at some kind of power rankings. I'm looking at raw data. It says this is driversaverages.com. It was the first thing I clicked, and it says this is a average rating, and his is the highest. I don't, I'm trying to understand what what does that mean. I can't. He just, he can't finish the deal. I'll tell you, someone else. This might be uh, Ryan Blaney's weekend. Yeah, like uh, I said, Ryan Blaney is really. Six top five, seven top tens. He's only he's led like one third of of what Chase has. Chase Elliott at three seventy seven. Average start is seven point one. Average finish is ten point or seven point oh. He's been running at the finish of every race. Chase Elliott uh, is eight out of the last ten finishing. Elliot's had okay. The last here's a good one for you. The last ten races, Chase Elliott has three hundred and seventy-two points. Kyle Busch had well, hold it, Logano. Let's go one more. Keselowski, last ten races, three hundred and seventy-eight. Logano, three hundred and ninety. Uh, Kyle Busch, three seventy-eight. Ryan Blaney, four hundred eight. Martin Truex, 419. Now, why is Chase Elliott the golden boy here? I don't see it in the numbers. I just, I mean, I love Chase Elliott. Don't get me wrong. But I don't see it. Uh, Because ever since 2018, 9th and 7th and 2nd, then he finished last in 2019. 5th and 1st and 2nd, 16th. He's always top 10. He gets shoved. That's he doesn't have the points. He doesn't have the finishes. All right, whatever. Um, but like I said, Martin Truex is better. Second, fourth, three, eight, one, one, then 22nd, first, fourth, and 22nd. Blaney's better. Overall numbers, Blaney's better. Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Keselowski, Kyle Busch Harvick. Too. 
I know. I just think that just, I, they have to be looking at laps led. He's always up front, I guess. is the That's way the only it. category yeah. he leads yeah. is laps led. That's it. He's, Nothing yeah. else. It has to be because he's always up front leading, but never finishes. Well, and again, I'm not knocking the guy. I'm just laying the facts out there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, who's your winner? After seeing this, I was going to say Chase, but now I'm going to say Blaney now. Shit. I don't know. Martin Trix, he's been pretty hot lately, but I'm going to say Blaney. Ah, I'm going to say Blaney is my actual guy. Martin Trix is my dark horse. He's not in it. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Trix is my dark horse as well because he's not in it. Ross Chastain he's... punches his ticket. I can I can see Brad doing it too. Kozlowski, he he's his he's finally getting in their stride too. Yeah, but it doesn't do anything. No, other than... but he's but it's one of the tracks he's good at. He's on a stride, uh-huh. and he and he needs to win a race this year to to keep his win streak going. Hell, yeah, a couple races to go. He has to get a win. He be you know unless he gives it up. I'm just saying, I uh, I think Chastain, he is on a roll as long as nobody messes with him. Um, and and just to remind folks, you and I have both uh we've got Elliot Logano, Blaney, and Chastain for the final four. I still uh, I'm pretty solid in that because I, I wouldn't uh, what is Blaney, Blaney, Blaney. Where are you at, boy? He's only five out. Byron, no. He's it's more than that. It's like 11, 18, right? He's 18 out. No, he's five. Oh, 18. No, you're right. He's 18. Hamlin's five. Mm-hmm. All right. So if he wins, well, anybody can get swapped. It's so close, but. Blaney wins, that pretty much knocks Byron out unless Chase have a bad day. But, you know. Logano, Logano is locked in with his win. We have two races left. That's it, right? One. We got Martinsville, and then we go to Phoenix. That's what that's I'm saying. It. Yeah, there's two races yeah. left of the year. Holy shit. No, next week, we, we have our final four. <laughs> so... Wow, I, I I feel pretty good about our choices. Byron keeps throwing a wrench in everything every week. I just I'm I'm impressed, but I'm irritated. He needed to go out in round one when we said he was going to go out, so our our lives would have been easier. But I said going out um, round two. My original. I one. said, yeah, I think I said he was going out round one. I'm not. I have my original one. I was pretty. No, I, I said Bowman. I said Bowman. Yeah, I had Bowman, Cedric, Briscoe, and Dylan. Yeah. I had Briscoe, Suarez, Bowman, and, and Dylan. Yeah, I if Briscoe wins this round, man, he's so and saving his ass so hard if he wins. I can't nah, believe he's, he's made done. it this far. I think you can pretty much go to the bank with Christopher Bell and Chase. What? Christopher Bell can pull one out. I mean, there's not. They're all there Outside for a reason. Chase, 
Yeah, I, Chase Briscoe is the only one I'm saying uh, I'd, I'd bet the farm on that is not going. The rest of them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on anything. Uh, every single one of those guys. Um, I still say Denny Hamlin's going to shoot his own self in the foot. He's going to lose his temper. Um, and ain't nobody going to put up with this crap now. The, why? It's for a shot to go to Phoenix and, and contend. And uh, Chastain already proved he can duck, dodge, and hide pretty good. So. All right. Um, I got nothing else. And unless you got something, I'm ready to put a bow ribbon on this thing. I think that's it. I, I've kind of looked around. There's really... Righty then. Hey everybody, thanks for uh tuning back in. We like I said, we took a week off. We had some family time. Um, it was really cool. And uh it was a last minute decision, so like I said, we we missed last week, but it may have been one of the we weeks we should never <laughs> We planned on it, but it's just timing didn't work. Timing did not work. Um so we're back, and uh, we'll just carry on. And again, thanks to everybody. We're we're getting a few new people almost every week. So tell your anybody like minded to at least give us a shot. Uh, we're not begging anybody to do anything, but at least try it out. And if you like it, stick with us. You done? I'm done. All right. See you later. <laughs>